Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Special edition of Sports Talk Road to Omaha. LSU waiting the winner of Southern Miss and Kennesaw State. They're currently tied 3-3. to Top of the 10th inning, two outs, runners at first and second. The Owls of Kennesaw State are batting currently. And this is all this is all good for LSU. If you're LSU, you want to see these teams play about 15 innings, 13 innings. Go through some pitching. You don't really care who wins. Burn some arms. All right, George Cruz is with us now, the father of Dylan Cruz, LSU slugger, center fielder. George, how are you? Good, man. How you doing? Good. Um, we're going to have Jay McManus on here in a little bit, as well as um, Bill Pearson. Uh, I want to I ask you, though, so what's this like as a parent, watching this, this craziness, uh, extra not extra innings, but these wild <laughs> comebacks and all this other stuff? I tell you what, it, uh, when, this is awesome. I mean, we did this last year, and uh, it wasn't anything like this, but uh, this is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> so Trust me, we would rather have a – have a, uh, a more just, you know, get these guys started early and have like a 10-1, you know, 10-1 10, 10 win, but we'll take them any way we can get them. They're more fun this way. So what's it like watching uh, your son smoke balls over the scoreboard? <laughs> um, I mean, you know, it's, we obviously I've coached him and, and you know, he he, he he works hard at what he does. It's uh, it's a pretty cool thing to see him and all the boys, you know, all the guys get get to clicking like they were, like they have been the last two nights. Because you know, it's, the LSU is something special, and and uh, I'd say what 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 we've seen the last two nights does not happen in college baseball. Yeah, I was and, talking I mean, about they, that. They call it Go ahead, George. I'm sorry. No, I just said they, you know they call fire. They didn't want to lose, man. Yeah, I was talking about this earlier. Those kind of come from behind wins. You've been around baseball. You know what it does to teams like that. When you come from behind in back-to-back games and you win a ball game, it kind of propels you. I mean, your confidence, LSU's confidence can't be any higher right now. It's impossible, I think. I, it's, I mean, I tell you what, you just you, you look at what the teams, they, they had. I mean, they had the games won, right? So they thought. And we just we ripped their you know we ripped their hearts out, and uh, that's that was when something like that happens, and you know you got let's just look at Southern Miss like last night they had 89 straight wins when they had a lead going into the ninth or eighth inning or whatever eighth inning you know, and for us to score four runs and, and do it with two outs, yeah. you know we get the first guy out, then then we get a hit the next at bat, and then the, the next guy was gets an out and then just get just the guys just did not want to make the last out and uh, they passed it they passed it down they held the rope 
That's what that's what they do at LSU. Hold the rope. Going back to Skip Bertman. When did you know, uh, George, that, that Dylan had a chance to play at this level? Say that again? When, at what age did you uh, know that Dylan, your son, had a chance to play at this level? Um, I, I really, I mean, it started probably 13, 12, 13 years, right when he got into travel ball, you know, kind of separated um, a little bit and then started separating a lot. He, was, he always played up, so he always played with older kids. And uh, he held his own, and, and uh, you know, just like all the guys that, you know, that I'm pretty sure every kid on the LSU team, was, you know, they did not play in their own age group when they were growing up. So, they, you know, you get you get better by playing better competition and, and uh, you know, and just hard work. I think we have Jay McManus on the line with us as well. Do we have Jay? Yep, we got Jay. Jay's on Jay. the line, and uh, Jock Joe Bill's right here with me. All right. Uh Let's go I can sit next to me too, Chris. Okay, all right, Jay McManus. Um, so I, you heard you heard George there. Uh, what's it like uh, as a parent watching this? I mean, I'm trying to be. You know, I've got I've got boys. Obviously, they're not playing college baseball, but I try to think about man, what is the mom, what is the dad thinking about right now as as this game gets really wacky? I can guarantee you, we are as parents more nervous and more uptight every game than our kids are our kids 100%. are calm cool and collective out there but we we get pretty worked up as parents i guarantee you yeah uh and you and i text occasionally after after big plays in particular that tyler mcmanus is involved in i thought um defensively last night he was he was really good yeah he was feeling it. he's definitely feeling it last night you know this is this is a time to shine this is the end of the season you got to get better you got to play well now and that's that's what we're doing it's a it's a total team effort though i mean we every kid out there made plays in these last two games to put us where we are. I mean, it, it's just it's just whoever gets up to bat on this team, I have confidence that something's going to happen. Did, did you see any Southern Miss fans actually shedding any tears? Uh, no, because most of them left before the game was over. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> salty! Whoa. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure they, some Southern Miss fans they, they were, are listening they were right now. Up. Yeah, they're probably going to be calling in after I hang up with you guys because I'm sure they're going to hear that. And um, Obviously, the signal of WWL reaches well into Hattiesburg in particular. Um, so, all right, who's next? George, who do you have with you? Uh, this is Jacques Jobert. Uh, Jacques Jobert. How are you, Jacques? Good. How are you doing? Good. So your son just goes unconscious at the plate and hits home runs. What's <laughs> How fun is that to watch? <laughs> Yeah, it is pretty fun. It's uh, it's been a roller coaster year uh, for him, you know, here and there. But um, when he's been hot, he's uh, he's been hot. So it's uh, it's absolutely fun to watch. So I'm watching him hit, and I'm like, how does this kid not get looks, better looks from other teams? Like, why why wasn't he at LSU earlier than this year? And did he not get a lot of attention coming out of high school? Um, he did a little bit, and then um, you know, just kind of at towards the end, just. You know, decided he wanted to go to nickel. That's where I played. And I think, um, you know, he just made the decision to go there. We have uh, a lot of family that's at Thibodeau. And I don't know. I just think he kind of made a decision a little early. And then, you know, of course, with COVID hit, and um, it gave him an opportunity to take another direction and, and find his way to LSU. 
So they had talked to him a little bit coming out of high school, but they didn't have any money for him at the time. And, you know, everything happens for a reason. So I'm glad he went on the journey he did, and uh, it, it's made him more of a, a man and a mature player for sure. Yeah, and, and playing for Joe Sherman, I, I, I'm sure you guys looked upon that as a positive experience. Joe Sherman's a, an excellent baseball coach. Absolutely. Well, I played for Sherman as well. Oh, so, you did? Okay. Um, yeah. So we 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 knew that family really well and knew the tradition there and just the the knowledge of baseball that they have is um you know next to none and um it, it was a really really good experience for Braden to be able to play under him and he he thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, look, I think that a lot of fans are are, are loving them some. Joe Bear, that's for sure. Some Braden Joe Bear. It, it fits, obviously, being a, a Cajun name. It, everybody, everybody else around the country would would say Joe Bert, but right down here, we know exactly how that name is pronounced. <laughs> that's right. Joe that's Bear. right. Um, all right. So Jay McManus. So who do you have with you? You have Bill Pearson. Correct. Right. Okay. Bob Pearson's dad, Bill. Bill. Yeah. Hey, hey Bill. Hey. Can you hear me? I got you. So, um, man, your son just kind of came on out of nowhere and uh, just. Seized an opportunity. What's that been like as a as a dad to watch? Uh, it's been it's been really fun for me because uh, you know I didn't expect him to come down here and crack into this lineup. I mean this is star studded down here, but uh, you know he got a lot of opportunities early, and I, I think I love the way he just kind of got babied along into it, got put in here and there, and a couple of big situations, and I, I never doubted what he could do. It's just getting in there was going to be the key. So uh, I'm, I'm super happy for him. Like he, 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 I couldn't be more proud of him. I'm going to ask you the same question uh, that I asked George Cruz. When did when did you know? At what point? What age did you kind of know uh, that he had a chance to play at a major school like LSU on the baseball diamond? Well, it, it, probably about the same age. You know, uh, 12, 13 years old, playing travel ball. Like he, he separated himself from. Peers, I guess you could say, and and there were some good. He had some good peers with him, but uh, I, I think that's where I was like, ah, man, this dude's got a chance. Of course, he's been playing in the yard with his brother since he was born, so you know, it, they they all have that little competitive edge, which makes them better. Where is he in the in in the birth order? Uh, you mentioned playing with his brothers. Where is he? He's the middle. So he's the middle. Um. Yeah, he's the middle son. So, but all three of my boys—they're all pretty close in age. Yeah, I, I, I've got three boys, and I, my middle—my middle one is my most my most uber competitive. I mean, like, it doesn't matter what he's playing, what he's doing. He's trying to rip your heart out and show it to you. That's just who he is. It's something about that middle kid, though, you know, like uh, they feel left out a lot, so they got to step up and do more. They feel like. All right, so let's go around the horn here, pun intended. Uh, let's start with Jay McManus. Um, what does LSU have to do tonight to win? Well, I'm not really sure who we're going to play yet. It's still tied up. But uh, I think I think our bats will win this game for us tonight, either, either, either team we play. Um, I, I'm, I'm certain the teams, both of these teams, are not going to have the pitching they did the first time we saw them. So I think our, our bats are going to be key. Uh, Bill, you want to jump in? Same question. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm an offensive guy anyway, so I just feel like every game, if we score, we're going to win. And if we need to score early and often, and we'll yeah, have no problem. See. 
That's what you want to see. I would imagine I'd get the same response from Jacques and George. Uh, offense, offense, offense. Yeah, you're not talking to any pitchers, dads. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Um, so if you're LSU right now, aren't you rooting for Southern Miss and Kennesaw State to play about 13 innings here? That's what we've been doing. That's what we're sitting there watching on TV. Let's let them go take 16, 17 innings. We don't care. I said 15 this morning. Yeah, burn through pitching. Burn through pitching if you're LSU. You're, you're loving what you're seeing. Right now, currently, to update everybody, um, it's tied 3-3, bottom of the 10th inning, one out. Southern Miss does have runners at first and second base. Uh, so now they put on a little bit of a hit and run just out of the way. But uh, interesting ball game going on, and the, the winner gets to take on LSU. That's your that's your prize. You get to take on LSU again if you win this game. <laughs> Here's your reward. Hey, fellas, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Go have a, a blast tonight. Hopefully LSU wins. Before we let you all off the, off the line, I want to go Tigers on three. Ready? Are we ready? Yep. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Go Tigers! I love it. I love it. Thanks, guys. Good stuff. Thank you, Christian. Hey, All right, we'll do bet. a fireball for you here in a little bit. There you go. All right. <laughs> appreciate that. All right, this is Sports Talk here, special edition. Uh, Jeff Palermo, WWL.com columnist, will join us in a few moments. Again, 3-3, bottom of the 10th inning, Southern Miss at the plate against Kennesaw State. One out, runners at first and second. You know what, we'll keep it here because I want to update the fans if something happens right here on these next couple of pitches. But uh, Southern Mi- – uh, all right, you're ahead of me, David. Um, David's telling me now the, the bases are going to be loaded now with one out. So they, they put them on. They put on uh, the hitter. They're trying to create a double play. They want to they force a double play um, and th- throw a ground ball, get out of the inning with a double play. Uh, that's that's kind of the thinking from Kennesaw State right now. Um, again, you're ahead of me. Your your feet is ahead of mine. They just walked them. Uh, so bases loaded now with one out, three to three, bottom of the tenth inning. If you're Southern Miss, this is where you feel like, hey, now or never. You know, you, you're going to win or lose this game right here in this in this at bat, uh, these next couple of at bats. Um, I don't know why they, they didn't intentionally walk them because. The dude that's coming up to the plate right now for Southern Miss is an absolute ball melter. He can crush. He can rake it. Uh, Christopher Sargent, he can absolutely hit. So this is a great situation if you're Southern Miss. Your best hitter at the plate, base is loaded, one out, you need one run, you can walk it off right here. You're going to win or lose the game right here if you're Southern Miss. If, if, If Kennesaw, yeah. Okay, it's on ESPN, too. If you're Kennesaw State, you get out of this, you talk about momentum, huge momentum goes your way. If they get out of this jam, because the, the probability, the odds would tell you Southern Miss should, Miss should win this game. Bases loaded, one out. Your best hitter at the plate. Yeah. Um, it's over? All right, you're ahead of me. It looks like Southern Miss is going to win this, this ball game. Four to three, they walk off Kennesaw State. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, I told you the baseball gods have a way of equaling it out, right? A walk-off loss, a walk-off win for Southern Miss, all in a span of 24 hours. Your best hitter just won the game for you. Now it is LSU and Southern Miss. Tonight at 6 p.m. right here on WWL. We'll step away and come back. This is 
Special edition of Sports Talk, Road to Omaha here on WWE. One out, still the bases loaded. Now at third base is Stevenson. Pitch to Pearson. High chopper. This one near second base. The throw home. Not in time. Walk it off. Infield single. RBI off the bat of Josh Pearson. And the Tigers win. Tigers win. 7-6. Another unbelievable late comeback for Jay Johnson and his fighting Tigers. They hand Southern Miss their first loss here in the regional. The Tigers keep cruising in the winner's bracket. What an amazing game. And the Tigers pull it off once again. LSU's Fighting Tiger baseball team will face Southern Miss tonight at 6 p.m. They just walked off Kennesaw State. And you got to see the emotion of, of some of these players, man. When you get eliminated, at the collegiate level, you're, a lot of these guys are never going to play this game again. So it hits you right away, the emotion of it, that, hey, that's the end of your baseball career. Jeff Palermo joining us now, WWL.com columnist. Jeff, how are you? Doing well, Christian. Wondering how uh, LSU can top off what they've done the last two nights. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, pretty impressive what they've uh, done so far in this Hattiesburg Regional. You and I have watched and covered a lot of uh, LSU Regional baseball. Um, I don't ever recall... Uh, a comeback of 10 runs um, and, and one inning late in the ballgame. We've seen some games get out of hand where they've played quite a few runs, batted around early in the ballgame or middle innings, but not that late. At least I don't recall in a regional. No, no. And, and I mean, yeah, they've had some big innings before in regional play, and um, but n- nothing like that, nothing where really you're, you, you know, you go back to it on, on Friday night, you kind of feel like – the season is um, is on the line because you're going to have to start off in the uh, regional and the losers bracket. Now they did last year. Remember, they lost their first game in Eugene and still battled their way through to get to the super regionals. But it just kind of felt a little bit different last night or Friday night, just because you expected them to beat Kennesaw State, and then for them to pour it on like that, and then you're watching last night's game and you're thinking, well, there's, there's no way they can do this again. And they do it. They do it again. They get the, you know, in their last, in the ninth inning and three times in that inning, they're down to their last strike and they still figure out a way to push across the, uh, at least get the tying run up there. And then they went in in the 10th inning. So uh, really remarkable. Um, you know, this team has, has shown a knack from uh, coming from behind really, you know, all season. I mean, you can go all the way back uh, to when they played Bethune Cookman, and they they fell behind to them six to two in the in the fifth inning, and they came right back and they scored four runs in the bottom of the fifth, and they tied the game and they ended up winning it. The, the come from behind against Vanderbilt when they were down six to nothing. This is a team that has shown that man when they get scorching hot with the plates at the plate, everybody starts hitting, everybody starts scoring. And uh, they're, they're just tough to stop. I mean, I, other than Tennessee, I don't think there is a better offensive team out there uh, when, when they got the bats clicking like they have the bats clicking, uh, at least in those two games. Yeah, and in this kind of in this setting, in this environment, I fully expect, Jeff, I don't know if you do, for that momentum to carry over. Like, I, you don't just cool that quickly. You don't just fall off, you know, the table that quickly. It, com- it comes in a gradual course. So I, I would expect LSU to be still be hot tonight. Well, I guess it all depends on, you know, who they're facing because you would have thought, um, you know, after Friday night, after scoring 10 runs in the eighth, that they would be, 
they, they wouldn't be handcuffed like they were for two runs across eight innings uh, on, on Saturday. I mean, if, if you got a starting pitcher or any kind of pitcher, whether a relief pitcher, whoever it is, and they're really dealing and their stuff is nasty enough and you can't make contact. And that's, that's kind of the, that, that's, that's the game. Uh, you know, good pitching will always take down good hitting. It's just that when that pitching eventually falls off, which we, we saw in the Kennesaw state game. And then we saw yesterday in Southern Miss's bullpen just blew up on them. Uh, that's where LSU bats uh, can take over. So, the thing is, is that there, there's nobody left on Southern Miss's pitching staff that's going to go out there tonight and give you nine innings. I don't think they can, uh, even if they're on their game. So uh, everybody in that Southern Miss uh, pitching staff has to be sharp in order for uh, them to try to keep uh, LSU from uh, erupting for another big offensive night. How do you like this score in the um, Stillwater Regional? Oklahoma State 22-15 to 15 over Missouri State. And they're in the I want to say Missouri inning. State. I want to say Missouri State was up twelve to nothing or something in that game. Really? <laughs> it was. Yeah, they were. They were uh, in complete control in that game, and then uh, Oklahoma State. Obviously, Missouri State doesn't have much pitching at this point, and Oklahoma State's starting to pound the ball. And um, you know, the cool. Cowboys still have to. Uh, you know, that's a that's an elimination game, so they still have to. Uh, they got to beat Arkansas tonight in order to uh, keep their season alive, and and that was a high-scoring game last night. At uh, Arkansas, hit a grand slam towards the end of the ball game that kind of put them over the top uh, and, and got the big win against OSU. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wild stuff in the regionals so far. Um, but LSU, as we mentioned, two come from behind victories. I guess we're seeing the true fruits of the Jay Johnson's um, offensive approach. You know where. You might hold them down for a little bit, but they're eventually going to start start pounding the baseball and scoring runs. Yeah, they will, and they'll figure out different ways to get on base. And, and the, the hit batsman or get uh-huh. hit by a pitch <laughs> has been a has been a it's been a big part of it. I mean, you know, last night Trey Morgan getting hit by that pitch, just keeping that inning alive. And I think that was when he I don't I want to say Trey had two strikes on him too at that point, uh-huh. and he gets hit by a pitch, and and that's that's. When he was at Arizona, his his teams got hit by pitches. Uh, that that's something that's it, it's just not happenstance. Uh, he, he encourages his hitters to kind of to get get up on that plate, to get on top of the strike zone, and uh, you know to get hit a few times. I mean, because that's part of the offense. And and he's a big believer in uh, it, it goes. It, it, he's a big believer in uh, the team that gets more basically free passes, whether it's an air, a hit batsman, or a walk, whichever team um, gets more of those as far as free base runners go, that team has a better chance at winning. He looks at it very much like the turnover stat in the NFL. The team that commits the most turnovers usually doesn't win. The team that commits the most errors, walks, hits the most batters, that team usually loses. And so he looks at it the same way. So that's why it's something that it's it's a it's a part of the offense. It's just not just this thing that has happened out of nowhere, and it's just a, a total, um, you know, it, 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 there's it's not a coincidence. That's for sure. It, it's something that he certainly teaches. Yeah, and Jeff, another thing that this offense has been really good at this year was two strike hitting and scoring runs with two outs as well. Hit, getting on base with two outs. Yeah, they got you know they this there's a lot of guys that can make contact and. The, the lineup is just long too. You know, when you, you get Doty out there, and um, obviously, uh, and and 
Jacob Berry, and we've talked about all these guys, and Morgan, and you, you got some of these freshmen that are stepping up, Josh Pearson. Uh, St- Josh Stevenson got in there last night, and, and he was a big part of it. And, you know, Jordan Thompson probably hasn't had the season that he's he would want this year, but I tell you what, he's still a gifted hitter. He, he's still a good ball player. And he came up with the big hit last night, just poked it right back up the middle. I mean, there's just really – there, there's no, you don't, uh, you know, even at, at catcher McManus, uh, he, he's going to, he had a, he had obviously a big night on Friday night, had a, uh, in, as part of that 10 run inning, the, the, none of these guys that you could just get up there and, and they'll, you can just say, okay, this is, here's where I can take a breath. If you're a, if you're the opposing pitcher, uh, this guy, I can get him to ground out weekly. You can't, you start letting up and, I think what we have seen, Christian, is once that snowball starts going, right? Once the offense starts clicking, uh, it's just it you you can't stop it. That's that's the thing that's that's so impressive is when they start really going. I mean, heck, if they didn't play, if it wasn't that walk off, you know, like the game didn't end when the the winning run scored in the tenth, I think LSU would have scored six six seven more runs than that if the game didn't end there. I mean, that, their offense was just at that point, so engaged at that point, everybody's going up there knowing that they're going to get a hit. So it's, it's whoever's pitching tonight, it's going to be very difficult for Southern Miss to try to keep this team down. And, and what we have seen here from Southern Miss, at least through three games, they're not a big offensive team. Um, you know, they, they, they gave LSU their best shot last night. They hit some home runs. They got some great pitching. Um, and then it just it just it just fell apart for him in the ninth inning. Jeff, the other thing is LSU's really in the catbird seat when you consider Southern Miss has to beat them now twice, once tonight and once tomorrow if necessary. Yeah, yeah. and I think the one thing you got to look at if you're Southern Miss, if you're thinking, okay, um, they they they've leaned on their pitching all season, so they probably still have at least a couple of decent arms left. Uh, they've obviously burned through their best at this point, at least for this game. Um, but they probably are feeling like it's, I, I would imagine those guys in the, in the Southern Miss clubhouse right now are saying it's time for the bats to get going. I think they're probably sitting there saying <laughs> we need to score 10 runs here tonight. We got to get, we got, or we got to score eight to 10 runs to give ourselves a chance. If we don't, uh, our season is over. So it really will come up to the bats as far as how well they can how well they can score, but so far they really haven't. I mean, they won two to nothing on Friday. They went here four to three in extra innings. Um, you know, they they scored a few runs against LSU, but they have there's there's nothing there that's that's telling you that this is a really good offensive team. And we kind of knew that going into the region. The the the, the storyline was Southern Miss's outstanding pitching against uh, LSU's great hitting. Uh, and now you're, you're dipping into your fourth game in three days, and this is where it gets difficult for college baseball teams because they're just they're not built to play. The rosters aren't built to play four games in three days, five games in four days, and that's what they're facing right now. So it, it's, going to, it, it's going to take some good fortune uh, for them to do it. But, again, uh, LSU, they, they – crawled out of the loser's bracket last year to win a regional. It's not something that can't happen. And, and I think what we have seen with this LSU team is they can be, they can be streaky. They, it's been that all year. I mean, how many weekends have you 
sat here and said after a great weekend, oh, man, this LSU team's ready to take off. And then the next weekend, woo, you know, they get swept by Ole Miss at home. Uh, I mean, it, it, it can happen right here. They, they could just completely lay an egg the next two games. I'm not expecting that, but um, that's, that's a possibility. I really do think it's going to take Southern Miss having to score 8, 10, 12 runs here tonight in order to have a chance to beat LSU. WWL.com columnist Jeff Palermo, thank you so much for the time and the insight. Always a pleasure, man. Thanks. All right, Christian. Thanks a lot. All right. LSU and Southern Miss tonight. Should be 6 p.m. Getting word on if that game might be delayed a, a smidge just because of the Kennesaw State and Southern Miss game went into extra innings. LSU will face Southern Miss, and Southern Miss walked off Kennesaw State in the uh, bottom of the 10th inning on a single to left field. Game over. Bases were loaded with one out. All right, we'll step away and come back. This is a special edition of Sports Talk here on the Road to Omaha on WWL. All right, Road to Omaha, a special edition of Sports Talk here. I'm Christian Garrick. Our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines are open at 504-260-1870. LSU will face Southern Miss again tonight at 6 p.m., a rematch of last night, one in which LSU walked off Southern Miss 7-6 in extra innings. In turn, Southern Miss... Walked off Kennesaw Valley moments ago to punch their uh, their ticket to tonight's championship round of the regional. It's a double elimination format. LSU has not had a loss in a regional. Southern Miss would have to beat LSU twice, once today and once tomorrow, to advance out of that regional in which they are hosting. LSU being 2-0, and they have to obviously lose twice, as I just mentioned. Looking around uh, the landscape of college baseball some scoreboard updates for you oklahoma state right now um top of the ninth they lead over missouri state 22 to 15 <laughs> 22 to 15 arizona seven to five they eliminate canisius earlier today also a final maryland beating wake forest 10 to five oregon falling to louisville eight to five earlier these are all finals north carolina also beating georgia six to five uh, the Chapel Hill Regional Elimination Game. So Georgia has been bounced. Florida advances 6-5 to five over Central Michigan. And I'll try to get you some, some of the games that are spilling over in progress around the country in a few moments. Our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines are open at 504-260-1870. LSU and Southern Miss coming up tonight in about an hour and 13 minutes. It's going to be raucous over there. In Hattiesburg, it's going to be an amazing environment. Southern Miss knows they're facing elimination. LSU knows they are 27 outs away from advancing to the Super Regional. A lot on the line for both squads. This is going to be juicy tonight. I can't wait. Cannot wait. We'll see which LSU team shows up. The one that's been raking like crazy, hitting the ball all over the place, not just with the long ball, but getting base hits. The rally started with Dylan Cruz hitting a, a ball over the scoreboard. Doty hit a two-run oppo taco, opposite field. Jordan Thompson came through with a big hit, ended up tying the ball game, and they walked them off in the tenth. This is kind of this is baseball in the postseason that when it happens for you this way, if you're LSU, you just feel like, hey, it's kind of this is your destiny. This is uh, kind of meant to be. It inspires you to to go on a run. Potentially a run to Omaha. they got to get out of the regional first. We'll step away and come back. This is Sports Talk, special edition 
Road to Omaha here on WWL. From all three on the mound tonight thus far for the Golden Eagles. 2-1, high and deep to left field, towards the scoreboard, in left center, and this one over the scoreboard. Solo shot for Dylan Cruz, his second hit of the night, and the Tigers get a little closer here. They cut the lead in half. It's now 6-3, 22nd home run on the season for Dylan Cruz. That ball was melted. Back here on a special edition of Sports Talk. Road to Omaha, LSU and USM, Southern Miss tonight at 6 p.m. In an elimination game for Southern Miss, not for LSU. To our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines, Jim. What's going on, Jim? You're on WWL. Hey, Christian. You doing all right? I'm good, man. Thanks. Yeah, listen, what you're seeing here nationwide with these 12-0 comebacks and all of these amazing comebacks is that relief pitching nationwide sucks. It really does. And so LSU has the advantage in the sense that our starting pitching is not that good, but our relief pitching is excellent. So all we have to do is get the starters out and then let our hitters slowly come back in the ballgame. And that's that's why LSU has an advantage in the, in the regional and super regional. It really does. Relief pitching sucks nationwide, but I, our relief pitching is better than our starters. Well, certainly the, the strength of this pitching staff is out of the bullpen for LSU. It is. Not so all we need starters. I don't know if I, if it's that simple, though, Jim. I don't know if it's that simple where it's just, oh, just wait the starters out. Um, but there is something to be said for that. You're hitting on something. I think it's certainly uh, something to be said about driving that starter's pitch count up. That's part of Jay Johnson's offensive philosophy. Take good at bats. Get that pitcher, his pitch count elevated a little bit. You know, ideally you want – the ideal number of pitches you want your pitcher throwing in one inning is 15 or less. And when you can get that as an offense, 20, 25 – Man, you're you're putting high tax and high pressure on that pitcher, and that just means he's not going to last as long. The thing is, is, you know, it sounds funny, but, you know, if I started gives up four or five runs and they get taken out and our relievers come in and give up uh, only one or two runs through the next six innings, then our batters have time to catch them. That, that's, that's a sad scenario, but that's what's happened in the last two games. Yeah, and look, you're a better hitter when you've seen the same guy the third time in the night or the second time. Uh, through the order, you're 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 going to have a better understanding of how that pitcher is going to pitch to you. Um, so it's no surprise that some guys, some pitchers, are once through the order pitchers. Once they get through the order, once they're out the ball game. Um, you know, Mikael Hilliard is similar to that in some ways. Um, you know, he's not going to go three times through the order just because of he doesn't have blow you away kind of stuff. He's got really good stuff, but he doesn't have I can blow it right by you stuff. Nationwide, teams have a lot better starters than we do, but their relievers are not as good as our relievers in general. So it makes it makes the nation a comeback league. It really does. Yeah, Jim, um, I don't disagree with you in terms of uh, – I haven't seen nationwide all the relief pitchers out there. Uh, I know Tennessee is just, frankly, up and down the, the best team in the country, period. Uh, offensively, defensively, out of the bullpen, starting pitchers, they've got it all. They have got it all. But – a one seed in this format has never won the NCAA baseball tournament. Yep, that's right. Well, thank you Crazy so much. I appreciate it. it. All right, Jim. Thanks for the call. All right, getting to a couple of text messages here. Eighty-one thirty-one. What is the ESPN or what is it with ESPN having to put these games on ESPN Plus and the app? Well, if you think about it, there's sixty-four teams. Not now, not this late in the tournament, but 
uh, there's 16 teams. Um, or, excuse me, 24. Um, or wait, no, my math is bad, 32. Th- yeah, 16 locations, uh, 32 teams left, and they, they can't put them all on ESPN, uh, ESPN2 or ESPNU or the – our SEC network, uh, the networks get to decide which games. And look, from a national standpoint, LSU and Southern Miss is a regional thing. The national audience doesn't understand the rivalry between USM and, and LSU. They, they don't get that. Um, and another texture says, that, um, it isn't a big market, uh, and ESPN just loves to mess people over. I will listen to WWL radio rather than buy the extra ESPN app. Hey, that's your choice. I'm not ever going to tell you what to do with your money. I have a, an ESP, ESPN Plus account. Uh, I also I, I do it through Roku. Um, I don't have a traditional cable provider, so it, it kind of comes with it. But I have I have an extra ESPN Plus account. Um, so that's, for me, it's worth it. Um, I get it, though. Um, it might not be worth it to you, and that's your right. That's your prerogative. You spend your money however you want. I, I just like I don't like telling me having anybody tell me how to spend my money and what to do with my life. Same goes um, when it's when it's not my money. It's not my life. I don't care. Do what you want. Our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text lines are open at 504-260-1870. Coming up next hour, Scott Sanders, former big league pitcher. His son uh, pitched at LSU a couple of years ago before the pandemic. He's got great insight on on LSU in particular. Played the big leagues for a number of years. We'll talk to Scott Sanders here in a little bit. But LSU is facing Southern Miss tonight, 6 p.m. first pitch, 5.30 pregame coverage as we get underway uh, in the Hattiesburg Regional. And it is the championship game. If LSU wins, they advance to the Super Regional. If LSU loses, Southern Miss gets another crack at them tomorrow. They have to beat the Tigers twice. Southern Miss is coming out of the loser's bracket thanks to LSU walking them off last night, an extra inning, 7-6. to six. There's a little bit of magic, postseason magic for LSU this season with two big come-from-behind wins in this Hattiesburg Regional. You're going to keep the offense down for a little while, but it's hard to keep them down for 27 straight outs and nine innings. That's been the case for LSU all year long. They are, one through nine, just a brutal, awful pest. If you're an opposing team's pitcher, I mean, it, it, it's you can't. There's no soft parts of that lineup. There's nobody in that lineup, and you go, eh, yeah, we can. You don't see anybody pitching around anybody to get to somebody that's a weaker hitter. They don't do that on LSU's lineup because you can't. This is why Dylan Cruz being back in the lineup with Jacob Barry hitting behind him is going to just do nothing but help Dylan Cruz. When he missed those ten games, Dylan Cruz's numbers dripped, uh, dropped a little bit. But they can't pitch around Dylan Cruz now with Jacob Barry right behind him. All right, Sports Talk rolls on here on WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.